listening to Carmen and Yurko live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio on WMVP WSAT HD2 Chicago. This is ESPN 1000, a good Karma Brands radio station. Oh, yeah, we are uh, breaking down week 11, Bears Monday. Bears lose, but we're talking football. We're always happy when we're talking football. It's Carmen and Yurko live in the old National Bank State Street Studios. All right, how are we going to handle this here now? We uh, are about to kick off yeah. Wales versus U.S. in the World Cup. Good luck, guys. We're, we're, thanks, Chris. <laughs> I don't, here's what I don't want to have happen. We have the games on. And we're going to look at the game. We're going to be quiet. But I don't want this to happen. Like, if the U.S. scores and we react or they get scored upon and we react, I don't want to hear, I'm taping the game. Yeah. Yes. Tough. I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Right. What year is this? 2000? Yeah. Well, but, but you, people, I got guarantee People at work today, they've got dual monitors. Right. they got you guys up on a screen. They Chris, have the World Cup up on a screen. Yeah. I guarantee it. Somebody's going to call and bitch and complain when we react. I'm taping it, you guys. Ugh, what's wrong with you guys? I, I'm just, here's your, here's your warning. We're going to react to the game. It is a huge game for the U.S. They've got an even bigger game, obviously, Friday against England, but we want them to get out of the group, and today's going to go a long way to ensuring their ability to do that. Oh, yeah. So we're going to react. We've got the game on. It's underway. Yurko's already deep into it. Yeah, That's deep it. into it. Lost the good I, they look like they're in a 4-4-2, but I can't tell right now. It looks like they dropped to a 2-3-5 with rotating players. Wales running a nice little complicated system um, defensively. When, so when, it's going to be interesting. When's Croatia's first game? Tomorrow? Tomorrow at 4 a.m. Okay, so you're on, you, we won't, you won't be totally distracted. Are you going to no. get up and watch it? Oh, of course I'm going to watch were. it. I might get up and watch that game tomorrow, too. To yeah. Who do they play tomorrow? Bangers and MASH. Uh, tomorrow's Morocco. Morocco. Morocco, yes. Damn, it's early. Yeah, I mean, we don't might... play Belgium. We should be... Bangers and MASH. We should be well-qualified, Carm. We got Morocco and Canada in our first two games. We should be well qualified by the time we play Belgium, if you know what I'm saying. Your game, by the way, your game's Wednesday at 4. Wednesday not, at 4. Yes, Wednesday. Good, I won't get the, up tomorrow morning. The, the early game tomorrow is Argentina versus Saudi Arabia. Oh. Which, if we want to get up and watch Messi. But yeah. Wednesday is the early game when you are going to be up early. Yeah. Wednesday is also the day we're out and about because we have a short week. It's Thanksgiving week. We'll be gone Thursday and Friday. We'll have uh, great programming, and Mike and I are still going to do the odds couple on Friday, but we'll be off. So we're doing football Friday on Wednesday, everybody. Come hang with us. The World Cup games will be on. We're going to be at Twin Peaks. We'll be talking football and football. That Twin, we will. Twin Peaks with Alta Equipment for a football Friday on Wednesday. Oak Brook this Terrace. coming Wednesday in Oak Brook Terrace. Want to see everybody there for lunch? Kick off the uh, holiday weekend in style with us. Yeah, we have a, we've got a set piece already. Pulisic, Pulisic drew a foul. Okay. So it'll be interesting. We've got an in-swinger coming into the box. A little in-swinger into in the box. In-swinger coming into the box. All right. This is not play-by-play because nothing's happening right now. People are right. just standing. What I'm doing Who is takes predicting. This Pulisic? It looks like Pulisic, yes. Pulisic, sorry. I hear it three different ways. I don't care. Pulisic, I'm Pulisic, doing it the way Pulisic. I want. I don't know. I'm yeah. just going to call him number 10. Yeah, do it. Number 10. It's very dangerous play, as my father once explained to me, as we were watching reruns of Yugoslavia against Germany way back when. Uh, that was a weird terrible effort. kick. Terrible effort. It's terrible, terrible. All right. But U.S. maintained. Uh, no, I'm not going to give possession away. Ugh. <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> the, res- 
That was, that was awful. <laughs> that was terrible. No, it was terrible. It was absolutely my awful. Play-by-play play was the wall. only thing that was worse. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, like as as we were all away. assuming the the Americans would keep possession, they, they just it kick it out of bounds. Yeah. Kick it out of bounds. Yeah. Come on, guys. Get your head out of your. Uh, that's why here. they play ninety minutes here, guys. <laughs> I know. I'm ninety sure. minutes for a Very reason. Into it. They got to measure. They got to measure each other uh, up. I normally have two che- two teams to cheer for every four years in the World Cup, Yurko. U.S. and Italy. That hasn't been the case the last couple of years. They both, the last couple of tournaments, I should say, they both missed in 18. Italy missed again. So the U.S. is my hope. I'll cheer a little bit for Argentina. I got a ticket on Argentina. So that'll be fine. But U.S. is my hope. And so I'm very into it. I'm very excited. And I can't wait for Friday. Corner Corner kick. Pulisic wins a corner. One of these days I want to go to a World Cup and I want to do like, that guy was just dressed up like George Washington. I want to do that. Let's just go nuts. What would you dress as? I would dress as like, uh, I don't know, as one of our founding fathers. Did did you see the guys yesterday? Tom Brady? (laughs) How great would that be? Madonna? Did you Just see the guys yesterday that were dressed up as Ditka at the game? Everybody was yes, all over social bachelor media. Party. Big bachelor party. They were all dressed bachelor as party. Ditka. Kutch. I'd love to go dress like one of us dresses as Ben Franklin. Somebody dresses as, as uh, Thomas Paine. Someone dresses as, as Francis Scott as, Key. Okay. No, if you did dress like Thomas Paine, how would anybody know who the I hell you were? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Adam I mean, Smith. Benjamin Samuel Franklin Adams. with the glasses, you know. Sam Adams, you look at the side of the beer mug and you know who Sam Adams is. I think I'd go with Sam Adams. Yeah. I think he'd be a good Sam Adams. One of these days Would you rather go to a World Cup game or a Ryder Cup? I've been to a Ryder Cup. Oh, you mean out of the country? Um, Yeah. Out of the country. You didn't get dressed up at the Ryder Cup either. No, we didn't. 2012, you weren't wearing any USA stuff. No, no. I mean, You were pretending you were a journalist. Like, we were in the the media area doing our radio show. Do you remember who we saw at Medina dressed up as a Viking? As a Viking. Michael Jordan. Flip Saunders. Flip Saunders. That's right. We did. We did see that. Michael Jordan was there too. We were. Was he uh, dressed like Anthony Carter? <laughs> he had. He had the, the. He was. They were all dressed up as Vikings. Remember that? Like I USA? do remember that. I do remember that. Uh, I would. I'd rather go to a World Cup probably, even on uh, foreign soil, than uh, seeing a Ryder Cup. I'd well, the next one's it. here. I know. Next one's here. Next one's here. You and I should be. Uh, we, we get there for the coverage in Kansas City. Speaking of um, the Vikings. I don't see Viking Scott on the phone bank right now. Interesting. Yeah, not chirping this week, is he? Anything, Scotty? Well, it's one of my key plays was Dallas this weekend. Mine too. Thank How God. How bad of a beating was that for them? Uh, it was bad. Was it like 40? 40 to 3. Oh. I don't oh. see. It was so bad that uh, the broadcast uh, switched games. Yeah, they left, right? They went to Mid-third the third quarter the yeah, game. They left. I don't third think quarter. I've, have you ever seen them do that? <laughs> no, yes. that early? I've seen them. I've seen it do it over the course of my mid thirty some odd years. You're yeah, going mid-third. Yeah, mid-third, mid-third quarter. It's way early. Yeah, they it's still way early. They basically were like, "Forget this. this Let's is go the worst, watch Kenny Pickett." This is the worst team we've ever seen play. Is what they said. That was awful. Seven, what was it, seven sacks, I think, for the Dallas defense? I think you're going to find out that Minnesota's a pretender and the Giants are pretenders. The Giants? As the second half gets played out. Shame on me for giving out the Giants as a best bet this weekend. I did have Dallas, too, so at least that one hit. Um, I have been a doubter of the Giants from the word go. All year. All year. I finally decide, you know what, the Giants are the play this week because the the Lions aren't winning back-to-back road games. again. Guess what happened? Back-to-back road games. They dominated. Yeah. The Giants are beyond a pretender. If there's something that's even worse than a pretender, that's the Giants. Yeah. 
They're uh, not a good football team. I give it to you. By any stretch of the imagination. But I think Minnesota's done it with some smoke and um, mirrors. In I, the cold, cruel world, I, the reality is going to come crashing down upon them. I can, I can buy what you're saying. Now, they're still going to win the division. Yes, they are. And they're, and they're going to win 10 than, games. And they're a better team than the Giants. Maybe but. 11, but that means you're losing four more games this year. I'm with you. that they're, yeah. they're, they're borderline pretender, and the Giants are laughable to even consider being any sort of threat to accomplish anything in the NFC this season. They're not a good football team. And they just had another pretty big injury, too. The other question is, does Seattle come crashing down to earth? Uh, or does I, Seattle stay where they're at because of the coaching and they got a quarterback that's listening to what they want to do? It might be more of a buyer in Seattle You're than buying I am Seattle. in the Giants. Or Minnesota? And, um, I'd probably buy Minnesota a little bit more yeah. still. Today's and the day Viking Scott's not going to be happy with me. He actually oh, called. you call upon him. It must not be writing any policies over there in Hammond, Indiana, huh, Viking Scott? Were your ears burning? Well, I almost swore, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I usually call on Tuesdays because on Monday you take all your bear lovers for a quarterback that can't throw out of the pocket. So when I get my call out when I'm watching Twitch here, well, the phone's not ringing. Yeah, I'll call him because I can take it. I'm 55 like yours. I'm I can a man. take it like a grown man. I'm a man. So anyway, before you guys start chirping about their falling off, you do realize their next five games are Patriots, Jets, who don't score any points. Nope. Then they get the Lions. Then they get the Colts and the Giants. That's a pretty good schedule. You're right about that, Scotty. And That's... then they finish with the Packers and the Bears on the road. So if you look at it, 13-4 and four is very doable, and you don't even have to play that well to get there. God, it might be. With that schedule of a, with those offenses that you're about to play, you could be right. But here's the thing. So I've never missed a play. I have Sunday ticket. I watch every Vikings play. Yesterday, we had people over. They get to be 30-3, to three and I'd order pizzas, get them delivered. I left. My wife and friends didn't even know. I went to go pick them up rather than get them delivered. <laughs> That's, That's how bad that was yesterday. That's how I'm bad it was. I, uh, I don't miss many plays ever. And I literally said, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to get the damn pizza. That's hilarious. Happy, ha- have a happy Thanksgiving, Scotty. Yeah, and you two guys all the time. All right, right, Shooter. Viking Scott. Scooter, actually, not Shooter. I love it. Almost an own goal uh, for the uh, Wales team. I've got, like, you know, not we're not totally wrapped up in this. I mean, we're trying to still do it. Our- oh, no! It's a good save. Uh, the U.S. seems to be uh, so, out on the front foot. Right yeah, now. Front so here's foot. the key: a lot of possession early on, and a couple of nice deep runs. Dest with a beautiful uh, control of the ball, kicking it across the, into the box. They're uh, right now they're outplaying Wales. Okay, they just good. haven't scored yet. All right, see what, what I'm saying? They have a lot of possession. Oh yeah, they're shot it straight at his goalie. Wow. Dest was the kid that played for Barcelona, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a corner coming up then, right? That one off the goal? Should be, corner yeah. Coming up. Karma, real quickly, uh, can I make a quick correction? You guys mentioned Absolutely. Uh, what Francis Scott Key. Yes. He he died like in 1843. So eh, I don't, eh. It wasn't really a founding father. But, okay. but it was a sort of along that. I get where Yurko was okay, going right. for. Well, okay. he wrote that. Someone you know, wrote up the, and said that he wasn't he wasn't. He wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. right. yeah. I mean, he does have a piece of history. I mean, I'm not going dressed as Betsy Ross. I think that's why Yurko said it. I mean, I got okay. what he was going for. All right, the guy called up was upset about it. Tell him we appreciate his uh, historical who, knowledge. Who calls and gets upset over something like that? Well, that's not. He, we thought we were talking Revolutionary War. That's what we were talking about. 1776. I, get why I, I was a little bit out. You I know? knew exactly what you were going for. You were, you know. Yeah. I knew what you were doing. Uh, Moe's in Frankfurt. What's key, up, Mo? Key figures. Hey, yeah. I'm going to keep it close and keep it short. All right, but, um I just want to ask Yurko something about the officials. Those uh, zebras. Yeah. They yes. wear the zebra jackets. Some you know? of the worst officiating <laughs> I've seen in the, in, the, in the world jacket. this year. I, I counted four, four of them where it should have been a 
quarterback in the hit, like like a, one of those, what are they called, roughing the passers. Come on. Like, the the one that I'm going to really ask Yurko about was Tell me when, when he had the one where he had Ebner open on a screen. That's why Schofield left the pot. He left right. the line. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. And he was wide open. But, and, and you could see he was looking right at him. Why didn't he just throw the ball? But instead, instead of going backwards and throw the ball, he went forwards. And then he almost got killed. The guy threw him down by his neck and then kicked him in the head. Mm. I'm gonna, have to, been, I'm gonna have to see that play I would have again. To go back and see it. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Yeah, that I think my egregious. wonderment was of why he didn't throw it. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I think if, Mo, Mo, thanks, man. The officiating has not been great. No, we know it's that. been the, bad. The officiating college has not been great. Yeah. Uh, I think the Illini got jobbed on Saturday in Ann Arbor. There was a fourth down play in the last drive that has uh, been all over the internet and yeah. social media. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, a Michigan receiver is clearly. Yeah, clearly he's mirroring the defender. Field. He's mirroring the defender. He's not yeah. trying to avoid the defender. No. He engages the defender and then mirrors him laterally. Yes. Okay. That's so, a pl- yeah. With the ball in the quarterback's hand. Right. That is illegal. Yeah. You cannot do that. That is an illegal block downfield. And it was not called. I think the, and Brett Bielema was pretty hot about it afterwards and rightfully so. That allowed, I think that was a fourth down play, if I'm not mistaken. And it yeah. allowed the drive to continue. Yeah. You know, that was frustrating. There was also, I, I also thought in that game, somebody two, just got yellow. Two yellows now. There was also a play where they reviewed it, and the Michigan receiver didn't look like he had possession to me. The tip of the ball is on the ground. I, I th- the officiating has been bad, college and pro. I don't know how you fix that. I don't know if it's fixable. I, 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 I really don't. I don't have a good answer for it. But the officiating at both levels has not been good this year. Maybe we just notice it more because there's more cameras and more angles and everything lives on social media. And it's your team that's being affected by it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But the officiating as a whole has not been good at either level, I don't think. More of your Bears calls coming up. 312-332-3776. What has you most concerned going forward as the Bears now sit at 3-8? and For me, it's still the lack of explosiveness out of this passing offense. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. See what we're up to. See them on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. On third down, given time. Two tall ends, Jalen Hawkins makes the interception. With a minute six left, the Falcons take over. I, I didn't like the play calls in that entire series. You start with two quarterback runs. You know Justin Fields is not 100%. And then you put him in an obvious passing situation here. Now he's going to jump and throw. And that sails the ball over David Montgomery into the middle of the field. you got to be really, really good with your location. That sail should have been caught. Yes. But it gives Jalen uh, Hawkins an opportunity to close out the game. Joe Davis and Moose with the call at the end there that pretty much sealed it for the Atlanta Falcons. Fox had the game yesterday. It's Carmen and Yerk live in our old National Bank State Street Studios on a Bears Monday talking about the NFL. The Bears lost. Now they're eighth of the season as they slip to 3-8. and eight. They're in a lot of these games, man. These are all close games. Another winnable game, but they just couldn't do it in the fourth quarter. Uh, where they were going to have to come from behind. They weren't able to do it. Weren't able to close out with a lead last week in the fourth quarter. Couldn't come from behind this week. They've been in a lot of games. And that's that's good. 
But a real yeah, enemy I mean, competitive. Right. You're competitive right now. You're competitive. You're there. You're co- competing with a substandard lineup, uh, a lineup that was uh, shedded. They shedded a bunch of your talent because you wanted to be able to compete, um, knowing that there was going to be a transition, knowing that there was a new coaching staff, knowing that you had a young quarterback that you need to develop and get a little bit better with a new offensive coordinator that was here. So you knew all of that, and you knew you're going to be able to have a little bit of a spending spree, but you're still competing. In spite of all that, yeah, in spite of all of it, you're still in all these games. They're in most of them. And they have yet, been. in final possession games. Either they've got the final possession, or the Bears have the final possession. They have found a way to disappoint. A lot. You know, they weren't really, you, you certainly couldn't call what happened in Dallas being in the Cowboy game, but that game was still, you know, um, against that Cowboy right. defense. 49 29, you end up losing, right? Right. They lost by 20. Yeah, I mean, you they, lose by 20. But, but they did some was good things some, in that yes. game. You yeah, know, like that's they, the first time you kind of felt good about your team. Exactly. Since then, they lost by a field goal to the Dolphins, blew a game last week that you obviously should not have blown. You lost by a point. And you lost by a field goal yesterday. Boy, I tell you, the betters that did have the Bears, too, were at probably at a few nervous moments there after that turnover, Yerk, because the Bears had the timeouts left, and they were able to call them. Like, if you were going to get in a spot where the, I was like, can you imagine if Atlanta doesn't pick up a first down and has to kick a field goal? That's a kick in the you-know-what. Oh, but yeah. it didn't happen. They were able to get the first down right, and bleed the right. clock and just take yeah. a knee on it. And that game ended up – so, you know, it might have dipped below the field goal. You, some people that were below the number – or below the, the, the three – uh, we're in a good spot, but I think in most places that thing closed right around a field goal or so. In the yeah, it closed at a field game. goal. Yeah. So I didn't touch it. If you had the two and a half, you felt pretty good. Oh, you were feeling frisky. i tell you that. If you were on the Atlanta side. If you are the Atlanta plus the two and a half, if you were yeah, on the Atlanta minus side. Two and a half, yeah. Minus two and a half. You would have felt pretty good about it yesterday. We're also keeping an eye on the U.S.-Wales uh, game. It's a nil-nil score right now in the... 22nd minute, so we're watching that. Uh, all the World Cup games, all the U.S. games, Chris was saying, are noon in this group play state. Or not noon, excuse one. me, 1 o'clock. Yes, by pardon. Uh, the coverage starts at noon our time, but the, the kick is actually 1 o'clock our time. That will be the same for Friday's game against England. Let's go to... It's out of Philly, Sid, on ESPN 1000. What up, Sid? Hey, gents. Uh, Yerka, I listened to you earlier, man. You were talking about fields. I, I don't even know that I wait on the results of the MRI based on how he's been attacking the games recently and having the success with you know, his comfort, which is running out of the pocket, using his athleticism to make things happen. Uh, if he's unwilling to make that throw, he's going to go to it. I mean, he's an athlete. He's a right. competitor, right? Yes. He's not just going to sit back there and say, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to run out of bounds. No, he's going to compete. He's going to try right. to make a play. He's going to try to gain a yard. And that's going to put him in a situation where suddenly at the end of this year, when you're so looking forward to next year and all of that cap space and those draft picks and this new regime, you get a guy hurt to the point where it's like, oh, crap. He's coming back from a really bad injury in his third year when we're trying to start to build something here. So I, 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 I would seriously consider shutting him down now. Well, so, and oh, by the way, guys, yeah, just go ahead. So you know, I was at the Indy Philly game yesterday. That was oh, awesome. How about that? What a finish. Oh, my gosh. Were you, was, you, were, uh, you, you were sweating a little there for a while, Sid. I was sweating the whole time, <laughs> except when the end of the game happened and the, and the family in front of me, mom, dad, two little guys, 
everyone dressed up in cold gear except the one little kid. And mom made him a nice little poster board sign that said, born in Indy, but world's biggest Eagles fan. I love it. Yeah. They get the game when he touched down. He turns around. He's looking at me with his hand up like, high five me, man. You got to high five me, man. Yeah, you're the only one here. That's me fan. and you. That's Oh, fantastic. no, no. It was half and half. Dude. Oh, was, that was it? An, I was a home away game yesterday. Trust me. Yeah, Eagles fans always travel well. I could see yes. that, actually. And people are probably yes, offloading tickets in, uh, in Indy. Philly, Sid, thanks, buddy. Have a great Thanksgiving. I mean, that you know what killed uh, the Colts in that game? They got down. They were up three. They got down to the five-yard line. They went backwards, Yerk. Three uh, plays. You know, they had like a one-yard loss, I think. I'm trying to remember how that series went. Maybe he threw. They might have thrown it once. It was incomplete. Then they had like a one-yard loss. Then um, I almost called him Stafford. I don't know why. Matt Ryan. They look alike now, Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford. They're playing about the same. Then Matt Ryan takes like a 14-yard loss on a sack, Yerk. Uh-huh. And now you can't go. You know, like if you're in four-down territory and you're within the five-yard line, I wonder if Jay, it would have been interesting to see how Jeff Saturday did that. Do they settle for? They're up three. Does he does he try to make it six or does he go for the knockout? But when you're fourth and goal from the twenty, right? Fourth and goal from the nineteen. Well, what are you going to do? Yurt goes lost. That's it. Yurt goes fourth. Gone. No, you, no, you said gone. fourth it's and goal fine. from the twenty. What I'll are you going to do? Gonna do? Show by myself. Fourth and goal for the twenty. What are you going to do, Carm? Right. He doesn't know this. Fourth and goal from the 20, you got to kick the field goal. Yes. <laughs> it's Jeff Saturday. About? You're talking about Indianapolis. So people on Twitch have got to be loving this. Yeah. They're watching Yurko's literally. <laughs> I'm talking to him. He's like, uh-huh. He's looking at the TV. His mouth is open. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, you kicked the field you goal. You had to kick the field goal. You is my kicked point. the field goal. So then, guess what happens? Now it's sixteen ten, and you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Jalen Hurts goes down the field. They score in the. They march down. The when you but need it, the defense to make a stop, you couldn't the, get it. That sequence, they got down to like the five, and they literally went backwards. And then you can't have your coach try to go for it and go for the knockout, and you kick the field goal and you lose by one. Yeah. They missed the short field goal too. Yeah. The Colts missed. Um, That's killer. Uh, for like a 25-yarder they missed earlier in the game. So that's brutal. Uh, let's go to Elmer Steve on ESPN 1000. What up, Steve? Hey, guys. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, you too. You know, thank you. Uh, you know, when I watch Fields, the thing that gets me is when you look at his yards per attempt and his yards per completion, it's horrible. You know, he, 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 they talk about, oh, he throws a great deep ball. Well, he doesn't complete him. And uh, he doesn't seem to want to take chances throwing the deep ball unless it's a broken play and he can see a guy is definitely open and then he'll throw the ball deep. But otherwise, he doesn't trust either himself or the receiver to be where the ball is supposed to be delivered on time. And uh, so until he does that, until he trusts the receiver and has the confidence to throw the ball where the ball is supposed to be delivered and delivered on time, he's never going to be a really successful uh, quarterback. It's a work in progress. Steve, thanks. It's a work in progress, Steve. That's where we're at. Work I do think it's, it's the biggest, biggest hang-up right now. It yeah. is. Or it, it's the one thing that's kind of like holding him back, and hopefully it does continue to be a work in progress because I think there are things that he does extremely well. I think he gets it. I think he processes okay, which is good. That's, I mean, at least, at right. least he's doing that. He's just got to learn to trust. Right. Him a he's little processing, bit more. but he's got to learn to trust himself, and he's got to learn to fire. That's it. Yeah, got to learn. You got to learn to pull the trigger. We say it all the time: pull the trigger, pull the trigger. He's the one that's got to learn how to pull the trigger. Andre's on the Stevenson on ESPN One Thousand with Carmen and York. What up, Andre? Hey, what's going on, guys? Tell us, man. 
Uh, I got a question. I, I got a situation on how to handle the calls and no calls in the NFL and NBA. You should hire keep ex-coaches working to work in New York to question those when a coach question those calls two 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 additional calls each half to question calls and no calls made such as the Miami game when the holding call towards the end of the game was not made this should be questioned from the guy upstairs press the button and say we're gonna question that call okay now the call goes back to New York New York have an ex-coach and an official question that call now it should not just be officials because all officials get teed off at the Bears from that Miami game. They all teed off at the Bears. So they all throwing these calls and no calls against the Bears. They teed off at the game because the NFL came back and said, no, that call should have been made or that call should not have been made. Two wrong no, calls, no. yeah. Right. right. Now the officials are mad at the Bears, so they teeing off on them on calls and no calls again. Now this is where NFL ex-coaches and NBA ex-coaches come in. They say something like, okay, that call is being, being questioned in New York. Now you got an ex-coach and an NFL official look at this. The problem with NFL. that, the problem is, Andre, they're not going to. You're talking about like uh, plays that are have some level of subjectivity to them, though. That that's what they're never going to. I don't think they'll ever get to a point where they're going to review a, a, a holding call that maybe looked to be clear and obvious holding. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, or a, a holding call that wasn't really a holding call, or, or vice versa. Right. Because like in every play. Players are holding. Every play, players are holding. So I don't think they're going to get to that. Like in terms of, should there be uh, for should there be an uh, an ultimate eye in the sky for other things that uh, are more clear and obvious? Uh, sure, fumbles, loose balls, knee down, this or that. You know, they're, they're, they've tried to clean all that up by allowing the play to continue. That's why I was surprised they uh, ruled the way they did when the Bears got that turnover. Now, they made Matt Eberflus throw the challenge flag, which was a good challenge, and they won that. But more often than not, they want to just sort of let those play out because that way then the turnover can be automatically reviewed. You know what I'm right. saying? Normally, they're not so quick to say, no, his knee is down. I think they've been trained to sort of as like a safeguard against all this has been trained to let it play out, call the turnover, because then it automatically goes to the review and a coach isn't forced to challenge it one way or another. Now, that one was a good one by Iberflus, and he retains his challenge, and they won, and they got that ball back. Um, that was the first. Fumble on the kickoff? Turn, yeah, the fumble on the punt. Yeah. Right? That was a punt. And then Cordero uh, had the fumble on the long run. The, the Bears, it, you know, and like Yurko's made this point. How is it that so many times they win the turnover battle and they lose these games? The Bears were a plus one in turnovers. So not a plus two, but still, they won the turnover battle. Neither team reached 300 yards of offense. The Bears had more yards in the game. They had more first downs. They had 10 more minutes of possession. They had, <laughs> listen to this. Seven more third down conversions. Right. Seven. They were nine of sixteen on third right. down. The other team was two and nine. Two and nine. Uh, they won the turnover battle, and the Bears lost the game. I mean, go figure uh, that. They lose games that defy explanation. They do. They defy explanation sometimes. Unbelievable. You look at the stat sheet without looking at the score. You think, oh, I know which team won. And they're right here. Talk it's just the team that won. Nope. It's crazy. We'll talk about our players of the weekend coming up next. Listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 
We'll discuss our players of the weekend coming up in a few. It's Carmen and Yurk. Three biggest takeaways from yesterday. Justin Fields is really beat up right now. Uh-huh. The offensive line was terrible in a game uh, against, they were horrendous. Uh, against the defensive line that hasn't really consistently pressured anybody this year. Somehow walked away with four sacks and five quarterback hits. That's, that's a bad look. And Chase Claypool. Uh, There's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yep. Five targets in the last two games. Right? Just uh, 32 total yards in three games. 32 receiving yards in three games with the Bears. Oh, oh yeah. Where is kid? Tim Weah. U.S. on the board. George Weah. They look like broke him down pretty the well, son too. son is Tim, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Side yeah. Up yeah Timmy Weah. Great yeah. run. Yeah. U.S. with the lead. Timmy Weah just buried one. Yes. So that I, I, that doesn't hurt though. the U.S. of A. No, that it doesn't, doesn't hurt them. We got a, we got the fan group outside cheering too. Look, they are. They're taking outside a look. the old National Bank Studios. All right, now I just want to see it. Hold no, on. No, I'm gonna. Yeah, you can't talk about it, but there it is. Pulisic gets Pulisic. the action look right there. Look at this ball through ball, and he's on side for sure. He's There's no gray area. Beautiful. What a ball from Pulisic! Yeah. Wow. And then just a nice little flick. Wow. With the outside of the foot. Beautiful. Right past. Yeah, baby. You know, really, it was a matter of time. They were mentioning on the broadcast that uh, the Wales defenders were frustrated. Every time they get a touch, they seem to... To kind of not know what to do with the with the, the ball. soccer ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good thing if you're playing yeah, soccer. Yeah. Well, but well, like they were saying, like they look clearly frustrated by the pressure the Americans are giving. I right. love it. Right. The There's Ameri- Wonder Woman in the stands. Yeah, the American. It's not Linda Carter by no stretch. No, it wasn't. But uh, they 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 can't keep possession. Wales can't. Yeah, U.S. seems to have been dominating right. possession they're on in the, the first front half. foot. Yeah. They can't keep possession. They'll make two passes. The goalie keeps kicking it out of bounds, trying to get the ball to the side. Your dilemma is now you're going to force Wales into play. Now they are, yeah. You know, they've been playing a very defensive format, trying to just make one big thing happen. And uh, well, They're going to be coming. Well, I'd rather have a 1-0 lead and they make Wales play. Me too. I'd rather make Wales execute. I love um, you've got the goal. The most important goal is the first one. Awesome. Now you'll see what ends up happening here. You're going to have to hit him on the counter now. Yeah. So we'll see if the U.S. is going to be able to hit him on the counter. All right. But you woke stuff. Wales up now. Red, Wales, blue. Wales is awake now. Well, I would think so. They'll be cutting match. The mistake England always makes when they go up against good teams. Who, U.S. makes this mistake? No, the mistake that England makes oh, when they England. go up like this. They went up against Croatia in 2018 mm-hmm. in the semifinal. They went back, they parked the bus. Mm. Okay, they were up against Italy in the uh, European Championships. They went up one nothing. they parked the bus. It's a mistake. Isn't that a common mistake you a lot can't of soccer do that. teams make? Yes, but to my yeah. point, you yeah. can't make that mistake. Don't do it. You've got to continue to play offensive football. Be aggressive. You've got to be aggressive still. You've got to maintain that. You've got to go after them. You've got to get the second one up there. All right. So good stuff. So don't uh, lay back. Don't park the bus. Don't absorb because when you start to absorb, crazy things can happen in soccer. The ball goes goofy directions, and the next thing you know, it's on the foot of the opposing player somewhere in the six-yard box, and you've got problems. All right. We got a little distracted uh, there. Do you agree with my three takeaways? Uh, where the hell's Claypool? Fields is really banged up, and yeah, and your defense and is the just line. yeah, your defense is up against it. Um, I think that should be one of them. Your defense just up against it. They don't have it. If you get any productivity out of your defense, you should be thinking you know, you're lucky stars. Yeah. yeah, remember the stat we gave out on Friday, York. You know we, they cut Schofield. Schofield was cut. Uh, did they ever fish and then they brought him back on the practice they squad? Brought, Is that they, what they, they did? No, they brought him back at the beginning of the year, like uh, maybe a week in. Mm. They brought yeah, Schofield yeah, back. Remember, he was gone. He was not on this team at the beginning of the year. 
It's probably not going to be in the team picture. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, because they usually take that in the first week of the year, and if you weren't there, you're not in the team picture. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like you, you were talking literal. I thought you meant proverbial, like he's not in the team picture going forward. I'm like, no, I no, wouldn't. no. You literally mean he's no, not. In he's the team not picture. in this year's team he's picture. He's like Ray Finkel. Like yeah. he's not in the team picture. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that's what you meant. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't there the first week of the season. That's usually when they bring the camera guy out, they build the scaffold, and you sit, and you all stand there, and you look at everybody. That was great. Like a goofball. I thought you were just uh, giving the proverbial, he's not in the long-term team picture. I'm like, no, he certainly isn't, Yurko. Let's talk about our players of the weekend, shall we? Brought to you, as always, by the Pride Stores, 15 Chicagoland locations and counting. Find one near you today. The very best of the best when it comes to convenience stores. And that's why they sponsor the players of the weekend. Who was the best of the best? Who stood out to you, good kid? The best of the best. Yeah, no, no, I got you. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes last night with his three touchdown passes. He's, he's got 28 guy. on the year, he Carm. Does. He does. 28 on the year. He's going to eclipse 5,000 yards. Oh, yes, he is. Uh, he is right now uh, cash money to be the NFL MVP. Yes, he is. It's probably minus 180, if it's I'm my, not mistaken. Minus 160, I saw. Minus morning. 160 to win the NFL MVP. I've, in, in the Sunday night performance, that was uh, top notch. Yes. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It's a good call. Randy, who you like from the weekend? Carm, I'm going to stick with the NFL, and I'm going to go with a guy who was much maligned this week for crying after uh, his last loss. Derek Carr mm. uh, leading his team on a game-tying field goal and then taking the ball in overtime and going down, I think, on four plays, finding Devontae Adams wide open for a touchdown as the Raiders wow. beat the Broncos. All right, not bad. Do you realize that the Denver Broncos are the lowest-scoring team in terms of points per game in the NFL, Yurko? Dead last in the NFL, 14.7 points per game. And their defense has been really good and consistently gives up fewer than 20 points a game. Yeah. I mean, they gave up 22 yesterday. That was an overtime game. They can't win. Yeah. They're 3-7, and seven, just terrible. And their defense is good, but they're scoring less than 15 points per game. Dead last in the NFL. Chris, who do you like? All right, so on uh, Chicago's College Tailgate on Saturday, we were talking about how the days that seem mundane in college football usually are the ones that get weird. Yet most of the day was kind of as scripted in college football until we got to the nighttime when South Carolina laid it wow. on Tennessee. How about it? So give it to Spencer Rattler. He gave us six touchdowns, 438 yards. The transfer to South Carolina by Tennessee. Unbelievable. Well, Rocky Tennessee Top. for Rocky Top's yeah. done. And Hennon Hooker got hurt. Yeah, he did ACL, the end, so but, they're done. I but mean, Spencer Rattler, six touchdowns. How about that? Six touchdowns. That is, uh, that's pretty impressive. I'll go ahead and give it to the Dallas Cowboys defense. How's that? Seven sacks. Okay. They started the game in hostile territory with a strip sack fumble. Got their offense the ball. And you know what they always say, right, Yurk? I mean, you didn't play in the new building, obviously. But they always say those Viking fans are kind of front-running fans. When things are going good early, that's a tough environment. I mean, it can really get loud and nasty and intimidating. When they're down, forget it. That place, uh, you know, you could hear a pin drop. And so I'll give it to the Dallas defense for just taking the life out of uh, from really the word go, taking yeah. the life out of uh, the Minnesota Vikings My, on the road and bouncing back the way they did. Honorable mention would probably be Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard had like 200 yards of offense. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So my honorable mention is It's a good Pollard. one. I think yeah. you could also maybe honorably mention Joe Burrow, who yep. threw four touchdown passes had, had on couple, the road. Had a couple interceptions, he though, did. Carm. He did. Made life tougher on his team with those couple interceptions. Not tough enough because I had Pittsburgh plus four. So that didn't work out for me so you well. No, it didn't. Yurk, that garbage touchdown at the end it, got it both of Chris. us in the cover five. Yeah. Yurko, too. Oh, yeah. you guys did? Both of you guys? Because yeah. you both laid the Bengals? Right, didn't yeah. you, Yurko? 
Did yeah, you like the Bengals? I was, I was the Bengals, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it looked great. It helped me a little. It helped here comes me a Kenny Pickett in his garbage offense scoring a touchdown. It doesn't matter. It helped me a little. The Yurko and Black are in the top ten in the cover five in the CJ uh, pool, which is great. Good for you guys. You I'm, shouldn't be shocked. No, I'm very impressed. You guys are doing well. <laughs> yeah, I had 64 points this week. Wow. Yeah. Big move by the good kid. Number three overall for the week, by the way. You need a couple of those to be able to make something happen for good yourself. Good kid. Coming on strong. It's what I do. It's what I do. I I'm it. sitting eighth with 188, and my man Black is right behind me at 181 and a half. You guys are coming down the wire, man. Yeah. we got six weeks to go. So, And I didn't you, have Cincinnati on here. I did not. I had Washington, New Orleans, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, and Dallas. Okay, I had Cincinnati. I I passed you, and then when uh, the Steelers scored late, you jumped back. Yeah, you reversed reversed trend on that Yeah, well, it's going to be close. And there's uh, the Bears have six games, but there's seven weeks of football left. So still seven weeks. A lot could happen. And you're trying to figure out who to take tonight. Well, I'll give you you the one. Arizona beat San Francisco twice last year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think gonna, I think it's like uh, horses for courses, you know. Just I'll give you a stat. Go ahead, let me hear it. That way, I got it. I talked about it a little bit last week, and it came into play last Monday because there was a big double-digit dog, uh, or close to a double-digit. I think they f- officially went off maybe at nine and a half or ten. Washington and one outright. But I'll give you the stat that maybe you've heard a time or two, and I've mentioned it at least twice in the last week. NFL underdogs of more than a touchdown this season, Yurko, are nineteen and eight against the spread. That is tremendous. 19 and 8 against the spread. So if there's, and they might even be better offensively right now with Colt McCoy. I don't know. That seems nuts to say. Yeah, right? it'd be crazy to say, but it might be true. But it might be uh, time to take Arizona tonight. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Deep drop, deep routes, lets him develop. Good coverage, though. Down the sideline goes Montgomery and Fields spectacularly drops it in. On the move, fires a strike for a gain of 34. We've talked about this when we've had Chicago in the past. It, it, there's a couple of wild throws from Justin Fields every game. It's not super consistent, but this is one of those wild throws. I love this. Sends him down the field, waves him down. Now watch this throw. I mean, that is tight coverage by Lorenzo Carter. That is a perfectly placed pass. Recall that dropping in the bucket. That was nice. I like that. Moose. And Joe Davis on the call yesterday on Fox. That was that throw down the right sideline, that little wheel route yeah. Yurko was telling you about. That was one of the highlights for sure. Some highlights, some lowlights, still a work in progress. The Bears are 3-8. and eight. We knew they were a rebuilding football team. They've been in a lot of these games, uh, which, as we discussed earlier, is good. Can you close a few of them? Can you find a few here and there to win to feel good about yourself and teach your young team how to win a game and what it feels like to walk off? Um, they're six-point underdogs. That the, I, I didn't think they'd be quite six-point underdogs against the Jets, but let's face it, they just got pressured big time by an Atlanta defense that's downright awful, and the Jets' defense is anything but. Yeah. That's a legit, they're good. really, really, really good. They're good. Team. And some of what might be baked into that line. And they're going to be angry. I think you're right, Yurk. I think the Jets are going to be angry. And I also wonder if some of what's baked into that line is the fact that Justin Fields is definitely ailing. Mm-hmm. Whether he plays or not, even if he does, 
he's got an injury that was clear as day for everybody to I see, mean, and some of that could be baked into that. And one. they're on the road, right? They're going to be. They in, are. They're in, in the Jets. This, this reeks. This this week reeks of a New York Jets and an under. You know, the total's only forty one and a half. Not surprised. Bears have been in a lot of over games. They've now hit in five straight overs. York the Bears. Yeah, but uh, f- uh, six point. The line uh, in favor of the Jets and a 41.5 point total. Did you see the total in the Minnesota-Iowa game this weekend? Do you know what that total was? I know what the game finished, 13-10, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it finished with the Iowa victory? under easy. Some bronze pig went to one direction and didn't go to the other. Um, the over-under in that game, uh, a college football game, is usually at about 55, 60-something. Sure. Right, usually? Yeah, usually. So let's say 48 is uh, what it was. 32. Oh, my God. They said, I'd heard somewhere that it was the potentially the lowest, I don't remember who was saying it, in in his database, which go back, I think goes back 30 years, it was the lowest that they could find for a Power 5 matchup in the last 30 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're an offensive football player, you go to the University of Iowa, you should have your head examined, right? 32. You should have your head examined. You're an offensive football player and you're going to the University of Iowa? Why? I don't know. Why? Three weeks ago, it looked like Illinois would represent the Big Ten West. That's going to be tough now. The back-to-back home games were the killer. It's, I think it's impossible. Is it impossible now, Mark? I think it's either Iowa or, or uh, Purdue. Purdue. Or does it depend on the outcomes of this weekend? Yeah, Purdue Iowa, beats I, Indiana, and Iowa loses. I think Purdue's in, right? Right, but Iowa's got Nebraska. Oh, yeah, Iowa's got and Nebraska. Pur- yeah. Purdue's at Indiana. Yeah, they go to... Uh, no, I think... I thought it was yeah, at no, Indiana. Right. Purdue at Indiana. Yeah, I think you're right. right. Yeah. yeah, Purdue. How about Indiana railing on the road the way they did? They were down like tw- what are they down twenty one seven. I, I would have to have a remote interest in Indiana football. It's, yeah, terrible. A much greater interest in Indiana f- uh, basketball. Yurko, Illinois controlled its destiny, and the killer were the back to back home losses. Yeah, that was that was it. You had it. You were playing that Michigan State team coming off the debacle in in uh, Ann Arbor too, where you know you. You, you thought uh, with some suspensions and things like that, and you thought maybe you'd be able to catch them at a good time. You blew that game. You lost to Purdue. They, the Illini went into Ann Arbor and played a hell of a game. Now, it helps when Blake Corum goes out at halftime. Uh, he's one of the probably three best running backs in the country, right? Goes out, doesn't finish the game for Michigan. That helps. 30-mile-an-hour wins, you know, made it hard to throw the ball in that game. J.J. McCarthy was not good for a second straight week. But Illinois had a chance, and then they got jobbed at the end. And we told you about the fourth down play in which a Michigan receiver is clearly blocking downfield while the quarterback is in possession of the ball. That is illegal. That is a flag every time, and for some reason they didn't call it. And Brett Bielema, rightfully so, was pretty hot after the game. I'm extremely pissed off, right? Like, just very angry, um, very upset. I think our kids did a lot to win the football game and uh, continually have things to just go against us. very frustrating, and you got to stand up for your people that you believe in, and I believe in that locker room big time, and I know they'll rise up to the challenge once again. Uh, I, I think I always look forward to film on Sunday as a coach, but, uh, you know, here as of late, uh, it's just um, keep getting answers I don't love, right, and, and, and it doesn't help us on, on things during the course of the week. So we, we uh, hopefully will play a cleaner game. Um, uh, some penalties have really hurt us in these last three ball games, and uh, we, we have to correct that internally. If we're doing things illegally, then we got to – uh, correct that, but um, very, very frustrated in the ending of that football game. The, the Illini got screwed in that game. Michigan and Ohio State may be a little too close for comfort this weekend. You're, I know when you look at the final margin of the game at Maryland, you well, they won by 13 points, but I'm telling you, that, like, that was a game for a good portion of the fourth quarter, actually. I think a little too close for comfort for both teams, potentially. 
But they're both undefeated going into Saturday's showdown. That should be great. Uh, OSU about a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in the shoe, trying to avenge the loss from last year. And TCU, hot damn it, Yerk, TCU did it again. They run up. They found a way to win. They, they call a running play with no timeouts and the clock ticking down and somehow got the field goal team on the field, kicked the game-winning field goal at Baylor. Didn't cover for a change. How much time was on the clock? They got the snap Had to be at least 15 seconds. seconds. Maybe. No. Had to be 15 seconds when they yeah, ran the ball. Probably. Maybe even 19 seconds. Maybe. But it was balls. Run the play and get the guys on the field, get some guys off. Jailbreak, yeah. Dirk. Oh, that's what it's going to be. Uh, Alex and Lake Zurich real quick out of ESPN 1000. What's up, Alex? Hey, guys. So... Uh, just an observation and a, you know, a multi-part question. It always seems to me, looking at Cordero Patterson, you know, that was a really cool touchdown, and congratulations to him. Devin Hester is like my favorite player in Bears history. Oh, boy. But it always seems like former Bear players play with, you know, you'll always play with an edge against your former team. Sure. But it, it just seems like they play with anger against the Bears, and you listen to stories from former players players and the way there's always some animosity and anger towards them. So my question is, why do former players hate the Bears so much, especially administration, and is that something that will change with Ryan Poles? Well, anybody that left wouldn't be angry at Ryan Poles, and they wouldn't be mad at Matt Eberflus and the coaching staff they have, so the only people to be mad at are the people that run the team in the front office. Is that, yeah, they, that's yeah. only people to be mad at. But, Alex, I think you hit it. I, I think guys are always fired up to play their old team when they were not I was fired re-signed. up to play the Packers. I was fired up to play the Jacksonville when I was with Cleveland. I don't think it's anything just out of the our, ordinary. Yeah. I mean, I was just a practice squad guy with Miami, but when we played them up in Milwaukee, it was Green Bay against them. Yeah. I was excited to play against them. I had a good game. We lost, but I had a nice game. You want to prove the other team wrong. Right. I think that's all it is. You let me go. Yeah. You let me go. I kind of want to let you know that you might have made a mistake. I don't think it's anything uh, deeper than that, really. Coming up next, we're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie. Zach Wilson has the final word, brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present... Today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yuriko. As an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no. 